Damn, thank you for tuning in, tuning in, tuning in to another episode of In the Studio with Rubio, where comical commentary meets politics, technology, world news, entertainment, pop culture, and just a plain weird. Get strapped up with your seatbelts and let loose your ears for your daily dose of news what entertainment. Whether you're just a plain Joe or someone that screams, I need attention. It doesn't matter because you're here for the useless commentary. Useless commentary. Now, without further ado, let me introduce you to one of the most silliest yet funniest people to ever exist in the history of all histories. Histories, histories. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Chris Rubio. Ladies and gentlemen, hello, welcome. Tuesday, I started two hours late. Oh my goodness. Please, please, I do apologize. Welcome to another edition of In the Studio with Rubio. Tuesday, December 14th. Today, we're going to talk about that major storm uh, that's hitting the West. Also, sports and geopolitics collide as Beijing games approach. Also, Apple iOS 15.2 can detect nude images. Oh my God, Kim Kardashian says no therapy can fix Kanye West's marriage. Also, we're gonna talk about Formula One, F1, how controversial it is. We're gonna take a look at the last lap. We're gonna take a, uh, we're gonna talk about this NASA monitoring potentially hazardous asteroid. Man, is this gonna be a deep impact or what? And in this segment of Let's Watch Some Chia's, we're going to see the trailer to everything, everywhere, all at once. It's an Asian cast. So, you know. Oh, Zach. Max one fair and square. My ass. Zach Elk, my good comedy friend. Say hi to Jack Duck for me. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition. Let's do this. <laughs> Of course, before I start, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell. If you like this video, go ahead and share this video. If you must, go ahead and leave a comment down below. And also, if you guys want to call in, 818-934-4480. Go ahead and talk to your boy. Other than that, ladies and gentlemen, hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is me. It's a Chris Rubio. Max went fair and square, you fucking piece of shit. Ah, <sighs> God, that F I'm a Hamilton fan, and Hamilton was robbed. Now, I don't want to talk about that yet, okay? I do want to talk about that when I'm, when we're watching the final lap. There's some shit that went down. If you don't watch Formula One, there's some shit that went down, okay? It's called karma. It's called shut the fuck up. Fucking Max Verstappen and Red Bull robbing. He was 10 seconds ahead. He drove. Hamilton drove like a king, and all of a sudden, some. Anyways, ugh, ugh, God, don't even. <sighs> I love you, Zach. Anyways, guys, um, you know, sometimes uh, people often wonder, people often come to me and say, Chris, you know, I've noticed in some of uh, these Instagram postings that you have, uh, it's not your original, it's not your original material, most of it, and that's true. Most of it is clippings. Uh, most of it is actually crowd work because I don't want to usually post up my, my bit. A lot of comics, they don't post up their bits on Instagram. They post up either crowd work or, or bits that they could easily discard, you know. For me, for instance, I like to put up, like, you know, like every show that I do, I like to improvise a song. You know what I mean? 
headshot. And uh, it sometimes works. It sometimes doesn't. But um, here's my little rant about that. Enjoy. You know, I often get asked, um, Chris, how do you how do you do it when you like improv or when you like improvise off the cuff? Um, the thing is, uh, I'll I'll be completely honest with you. Hold on, let me just adjust this real quick. To be completely honest, um, I don't really know what I'm doing, um, because I leave it open for interpretation, a lot of it, you know, and um, I'm always sh I'm always shitting my pants. I'm always shitting my pants before I either make up a new song or something. It's like. I try. I try my best to at least engage with the crowd. I try my best to just not sound like not sound robotic up there. I don't want to sound like I'm 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 reading off a teleprompter or some shit. That that really pisses me off especially um when stand-up comics just go up there and they just recite their jokes. I get it. You know, but there's a part of me that I just want to interact with the crowd and I just want to, you know, because when when you interact with the crowd and when something's funny, something's funny that you haven't written, it just adds a whole new life to the show. And all the comedians know this. You try to improv, you try to do something, and, you know, a lot of the times it doesn't, it doesn't go your way, but when it does, it is so sweet. Tell people all the time, man. I mean, there has to be, especially when you're riffing with the crowd. There's no, there's no. For me, when, when I'm I'm interacting with like, uh, for example, like a couple, or something, and they give me, uh, they give me some gems, you know, and when I uh, kind of like press play on the beat and I don't know what I'm saying most of the time and, and there's always something in the back of my mind that's always like, you're going to fuck this up. <laughs> you're going to fuck it heavily. But then uh, sometimes I hit it. I hit it on the bullseye. Um, I can't even think of my last example. My last example was, um, oh yeah, uh, I was doing um, my boy Vince Royale's um, birthday show. I think it was on Saturday. I had three shows. Three. Three shows on Saturday. Three. One at 5 p.m. at Flappers in Burbank. Then at 6 p.m. at The Good Night, which is fortunately like two miles away from Flappers. And then I had another one in Huntington Beach uh, at a place called The Rec Room for uh, my Filipino brother, Vince Royale's birthday party. Now, at this birthday party, there were a lot of people there. It was it was such a cool crowd, right? And I remember there was this uh, couple that uh, it was it was to my right. It was to my stage right. And uh, I, I forgot their name. It was, it was like Pierre and Daisy. And I was like, uh, is this... Is this your, you know, is this your first date or something? And they they were like, it's the third. And I was like, how'd you guys meet? Uh, Instagram. And that that's all I needed. That is all I needed to make a stupid song about sliding into the DMs. 
And for me, just to call out how crazy this girl is, because dude, she, her eyebrows were fierce, bro. Her eyebrows were like, look, man, I love Latinas, but this Latina, she had those fierce eyebrows, man. I'm talking about like, you know those M McDonald's arches? <laughs> it looked like that. It was like a McDonald's arch, man. I think uh, one of the songs that said, "Woo, damn, look at those. Those eyebrows are fierce. And then, um, you know, it hit, and the crowd loved it. And, yeah, and I went about saying my jokes and stuff like that. I, I did my normal closer, which everybody knows is, is titled Titanic for obvious reasons. But, yeah, man, I got to interact with the crowd, and then after... When the, you know when you're um, the the meet and greet part of uh, the comedy show at the end of it, uh, you know you just have all these people saying, "Oh man," because they they were part of the show. I tried to do an interactive thing with people, you know, half stand up, half riffing, half whatever, and it's just fun. It's fun. <laughs> da -da 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 -da. So, if you're going to catch me at a show, bruh, 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 let me know if you want me to improvise something about you or something about your date. I will do it. It'll probably, there, there's always a good chance it's going to be a shit show, but I could guarantee, I could guarantee, Chris Rubio could guarantee that I will put you in the limelight, baby. So... Yeah, gang. Enjoy the show. <laughs> yeah, did you guys get that? Jordan, what's going on? Jordan said, yo, cut your hair. <laughs> Man, I don't want it to go like that. Hold on a minute. Let me see if I could fly from top. Yes. Yes. I want this to be like right there. Yeah, right there, right? Right there. Mm. You cut your hair? Uh, no. <laughs> it's still long. It's still long and stuff. You know what I mean? Hey, what's going on, Larry? I got some uh, two people on the Instagram live. And uh, Jordan Harris from Facebook, uh, what is this link you're sending me, bro? <laughs> what is this link you're sending me? Hold on a minute. Gosh damn it. There you go. That's what I want. Well, you know, I haven't cut my hair yet. Uh, I would like to. Um, the problem is, here's the problem. Um... <laughs> the problem is I, the problem is I don't want to I don't want to you know low power bar continue I don't want to cut my hair because if I cut my hair that means I can't like spike it up you know what I mean what's up brown back in the house ah <laughs> oh, man there's this customer I got at work uh, where I work he used to come in the morning uh, I haven't seen him in a while hope he'll hope you're doing good uh, but he calls me Brown Bag. <laughs> hey, Brown Bag! Brown Bag Rubio! Hey! And I'm like, hey, what's up? 
What's up, dude? Uh, from the side, it was hiding your long locks of love. <laughs> oh, yes. I know. I, got, I, I definitely got long locks of love. What's going on, guys? What's going on? Well, guys, we got a lot of news. We got a, we got a lot of things to talk about. Um, if you guys don't know, if you guys um, haven't participated on this live stream, I'm not only live streaming on uh, Instagram, I'm also uh, simulcasting through Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, um, DLive, and Twitch. Did I say Twitch twice? I don't know. But uh, if you guys want to catch the full live stream and actually the videos that we'll be watching, go ahead and join me on these platforms. Other than that, if you're joining me, also, I'm also on Spotify Green Room. Spotify Green Room, if you must know, is like Spotify's answer to Clubhouse. So, you know, but I do, I still, I, I'm still rocking it, Jordan. Still, still, still rocking, still rocking the thing, bro. I am Japanese Mexican on your last post. <laughs> yeah, well, should we should we get started with this, guys? Should we get started? Let's go ahead to this top news, ladies and gentlemen. Top news of the day. Major storm hits uh major storm system hits west, man. What's up, Mr. Chris Bennett on Instagram? Hope everybody's doing well. Let's go ahead and watch Michael Strahan do his thing. Going to turn now to the new record-breaking storm slamming the West. And Ginger's tracking the dangerous whiteout conditions in California and more. Good morning, Ginger. And that same storm, Michael, that could impact folks that were just hit so hard with flash flooding and maybe even more severe weather. So I'm going to connect the two for you here. Let's start with what it looks like in the Sierra. Remember, we were in an incredible deficit as far as snow goes, but now... More than three feet has already fallen, looking for six to eight feet. So it goes from absolutely nothing to way too much too fast. That is crazy. That is so crazy. San Mateo, California, you can see that was scaffolding that fell down. They had gusts up to 80 miles per hour around the Bay Area. And three. Look at how much water that is. If you guys are living in the West, if you guys are living uh, six to eight feet of snow, uh, how is it going in Louisiana? You know what I mean? How, how are things over there? Because it seems like, look, man, get, get the fuck out. <laughs> like, get the fuck out. Look, man, I live in California, and I know... I know what everybody's saying. Chris, what's up with the earthquakes? Look, we haven't had a major earthquake here since the Northridge earthquake. If you haven't lived, if you haven't been through the Northridge earthquake, the last earthquake we had, that's, ugh, that's not even an earthquake. I felt the Northridge earthquake. There was a Super Nintendo that fell on my head, bro. All right? Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey, 
to nine inches of rain falling around the barrier. One man who was here or a person in this home had to be rescued. So we still worry about flash flooding, especially around LA and burn scars. Record December heat again this week ahead of it. So you know the fuel is there to make thunderstorms. The first stop will be from Minnesota through Iowa down through. Oh man, it's going through Little Rock, Memphis, Nashville. Man, it's going through a whole bunch of shit, dude. I can't even imagine living living at a place like that. You know what I mean? Like again, I live in LA. I live in California. It's an earthquake. It's an earthquake area. If you haven't followed the earthquake, it's it sucks. The Northridge earthquake, Northridge earthquake, it was non-stop shaking, man. Non-stop shaking like this. Texas. And then here's what's different about this. This front slows down this time. That usually means more of a flash flood threat, but we will keep the damaging wind and tornado threat and we'll keep you updated, Robin. We know that you will, Ginger. Thank you. Hi, everyone. Oh, man, that sucks. George Stephanopoulos here. Thanks for checking out the ABC News YouTube. Shut up, George Stephanopoulos. Nobody cares about you, bruh. You know, um, if you're living uh, somewhere where, where those storms are, earthquakes, mudslides, uh, floods, what'd you say? Earthquake, mudslides, floods, firestorms, and what else? Uh, liberals. <laughs> I was kidding. I kid. I kid. I kid, man. You know. <laughs> Look, it doesn't matter what state, what state you live in. There's always some sort of natural disaster. I don't know what the natural disaster is in North or South Dakota. I can tell you what the natural disaster is in uh, Florida is definitely hurricanes. Middle of the country is tornadoes. In the West, especially California, it's earthquakes. In the East Coast, it's probably severe weather. Probably blizzards. If you're living in New York, it's probably over, way over population. <laughs> People living literally on top of each other. What, uh, I think the east is floods, hurricanes, some tornadoes, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. Hey, Jordan, if you had to pick a title of this song, what's the title of this song, man? Mr. Jordan Harris. Mr. Jordan Harris. Liberal sucks. 
Should I say Demoncrats, right? Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maha. Uh-huh. <laughs> Demo rats. <laughs> You know, it sucks. It sucks being like, it sucks being politically homeless. You know, I've got a lot of, I've got a a gang of liberal Democrat friends. I've got a handful of Republican friends. And there's, I know some people who are me, like me, that actually, I know a whole bunch of people that are centrist, that have conservative beliefs, also liberal beliefs too. And it just bugs my mind how it's so tribal. You know, so if you're talking politics and there is a person agreeing with everything you said that just doesn't want to interact with you, most likely is, you know, most likely he's a centrist, man. The centrist, the real people that makes everything happen. It's the truth, dog. Sometimes you just got to you just got to play the game, baby. Sometimes you just got to play the game, you know, and most people don't play the game right. Let's go to this world news. This is pretty interesting. This is uh, from Bloomberg Markets and Finance. If you guys don't know what's going on in China, well, uh, you better pay attention because this is where sports and geopolitics collide as Beijing games approach. Let's go ahead and do Finally, this. One more thought. The geopolitics of sports, yet once again. This week, the United States made it official it would not be sending any delegation to the Beijing Winter Olympics next year. The Biden administration will not. There's no American delegation going to the Asian delegation. Send any diplomatic or official representation to the Beijing 2022 Winter Olympics and Paralympic Games, given the PRC's ongoing genocide and crimes against uh, humanity in Xinjiang and other human rights abuses. The White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said that the administration would be backing Team USA 100%, albeit from a pretty big distance. 
This is hardly the first time that we've seen the Olympics used as a lever in geopolitics, going all the way back to the 1980 Olympics in Moscow. Hello, Phoenix Music. You are in the studio with Rubio. Who is this? Hello. Hello? Hold on. Let me... Phoenix Music, what's going on? Do you know the topic that we're talking about right now? No, no, I don't know the topic. Okay, the topic is, I don't know if you are uh, if you know what's going on in China. There's that Chinese tennis player that apparently went missing because she was criticizing her government. No, 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 no. I did not know about that. No? How do you feel about that? It's, uh, what's open? Can you repeat again? It's it's the it's the it's a Chinese professional Chinese tennis player that apparently went missing because she criticized the Chinese government, her government, and she went missing. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, that's bad, right? That's really bad. That is ab that is abusing the government. Yeah. So I just want to know what 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 uh, what's your take? Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Jordan, you still can't hear him. Um, Phoenix Music. Um, this is uh, from the Spotify Green Room. So, uh, if you guys don't know what Spotify Green Room, it's uh, Spotify's answer to Clubhouse. Isn't that correct, Phoenix Music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. New to you. Uh, I don't know. Where are you from? Uh, I'm from India. You're from India. Okay. So, um. How is the Indian government as far as, uh, you know, uh, you could criticize your own government, right? And not have to worry about being missing. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, our government are very better. What was that? Yeah, they are very better. Yeah, right? So, I don't know. It just, it's just weird, you, you know. Just visit for India once. You can get to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, thank you, Phoenix Music, buddy. Thank well, you. Thank you. Oh, man. But this is pretty crazy, though. Jimmy Carter didn't just keep American officials away. He kept U.S. athletes from competing after Russia invaded Afghanistan. I can't say at this moment what other nations will not go the Summer Olympics in Moscow. Ours will not go. And the effect? Well, Russian troops stayed in Afghanistan for another nine years. But what might hurt more than the loss of a few officials up in the stands at the games might be if corporate sponsors pulled out their support, something that Richard Haas of the Council on Foreign Relations has warned about. In a world in which corporations, David, are far more vulnerable uh, to political pressures from investors and others. I wouldn't be surprised if both governments and corporations essentially decided to hold back from China. And then there's the threat that China just might not get to see some sports at all, as in the case of the World Tennis Association, which is... I think there's too much money to be made. Way, way too much money to be made by not sending our athletes over there. I mean, gosh damn. <sighs> just the amount of millions and trillions of dollars that's going to be lost. Isn't that right, Jordan? Man, I don't know. Am I tripping? I'm, pro I'm probably just tripping. But, it, dude, it could be it. It's pulled all of its matches from China out of concern over the fate of China's only number one tennis player in history, Ms. Peng Shuai, after she accused a former senior government official of sexual assault 
and then she disappeared. Longtime Olympics official Dick Pound. That is scary. Look, man, you could criticize. That's the one thing about living in this country. I could talk shit about Trump. I could talk shit about Biden and not have to worry about, you know, about being taken away. Jeez. It's like we take that for granted sometimes. You know, there's some places that you live in the world, and I know a lot of people that were born here, that were born in this country, that say things like, oh, I want to leave this country because of politics or whatever. I'm like, go, go, and I will see you here in a month or two months because everywhere else is shitty. Trust me. But, you know, you want to go, you want to go do your thing, go, go, go do your thing, man. And if you're a comedian, this is the best place to be. Of course, granted, it's only L.A., New York, right? Big city hubs. But if you're a stand-up comic, this is the place to be. This is the country to be, baby. But it's it just straight scary. Explains. All kinds of people were trying to get in touch with her to make sure that she was alive and healthy and not in captivity. But if we really want to get China's attention, maybe we're better off using sports as a carrot instead of a stick. Just rem a carrot. And what about what about using it as um, as uh, MSG? And not organic. Uh -huh. Is that <laughs> is that a racist thing to do? I should know. I've literally traveled the world. The U.S. is the best place to live. That's what I'm talking about. Dennis. Dennis from Instagram said that. My high school friend said that. I didn't even know. Hey, Dennis, were you born here? Or uh, were you born in uh, uh, Korea? Because, look, man, it's different. Okay. I was born in the Philippines, and I came here. It took my family a long, long time to become uh, U.S. citizens, dog. So I don't want to hear nothing as far as immigration. If you haven't put in, if you and your family haven't put in the work, you can't just come here and all of a sudden demand citizenship, bro. We earned it. And uh, somebody was telling me, oh, why, why are, why are, uh, you know, why are Asians the model, uh, the model minority? Well, we were the model minority because we couldn't commit crimes or else we, we would have been deported back. We had to be in our best behavior, Doug. <laughs> Bro, come on, man. Where are my Asians at? Jeez. What's up, Fernando? Oh, man. It's getting nuts. Oh, hold on a minute. Did I? All right. Let's see. Let's reset this to F minor. F, F minor. minor. Da 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 da. Oh, that's that's such a good beat. You guys feel that shit?
Hey, you know what? Um, Jordan, that shit annoys the shit out of me too, man. Did that, did that, did that Chinese player ever turn up? Did she? Oh, she hasn't. Well, guys, we got to plan this shit. We got to plan. We, we all got to go there as good Samaritans and try to find that professional Chinese tennis player. If you got if you got plane tickets, I say we should all go to China. We should go to China. We should go to China and find that missing tennis girl. the way I was singing? Are you talking gay because of what the Chinese Communist Party is doing to that pro Chinese tennis player that they kidnapped that there's no sign of her anywhere? Which one is it? So I say, if we all just could just go, she's dead. No, she's not dead, Adam. I hope she's not dead. Oh, my good friend Adam Richmond from Instagram said she's dead. I hope she's not dead because that'll just ripple everything. Oh, man, if she's dead. 
one question I just got to ask her family is, uh, could I have her racket? Could I have her tennis ball? Could I have her? You know what, Adam? Jordan Harris from Twitch said, most likely she's uh, she's held in a camp or dead. God, I, why does everybody keep saying that she's dead? Why can't we be a little optimistic and say that she's getting Orwellian brainwashed by the CCP? Why can't we all say that? Gosh damn it, everything has to be... Everything had to divert to the most extreme. <laughs> oh, she's missing. She's dead. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't have to be dead, guys. The China CCP could just easily just have her locked away somewhere because she misbehaved and she talked ill will about the CCP. It could just be as simple as that. Could she be dead? Okay, yes, she could be dead. But at the same time, I like to think my optimistic side of my brain will always divert to that she's alive. Now I know you're thinking. She's alive. Richmond from Instagram. It's a math camp for Asians to make their memory better. It's called concentration camp. Hey, Adam with the joke. Gosh damn it, where's my, where's my thing? Where's my, uh, 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 here you go, here you go. Yeah, a concentration camp. Adam boy, Adam, Adam boy. <laughs> I want to say this in the form of a song. Here you go. It's a math camp for Asians to make their memory better. It's called concentration camp. Concentration camp. <laughs> no problem. 
It's called a constant a traditional camp. <laughs> I could be racist to to my own people, right? Of course I can. <sighs> what key is this? E. Now, uh, we should go into the technology sector, guys. Let's go into the technology sector. Apple iOS 15.2 can detect nude images. Guys, thank you, Adam. You're the best, buddy. Again, if you're catching me on Spotify, Green Room, or Instagram, you can see the full video of what uh, I'm actually watching via Facebook, Twitter, um, Twitch, or DLive. So if you're on any of these programs, you could enjoy the full spectacle of what I'm watching via these simulcasting platforms. So let's go ahead and watch this. Apple has released iOS 15.2 bringing new features like nude image detection in messages for iPhones operated by kids, new privacy features, as well as a new mechanism to hand off your data in the event of your death. What? The new feature in messages, of course, is the most controversial. It was planned to launch earlier this year, but it was delayed after privacy experts complained about a companion feature that scanned user iCloud photo libraries for CSAM or child abuse images. The latter feature is still on hold, but the messages feature will blur prevent any incoming or outgoing nude images as long as the child's parent opts in. Max from DLive, did you see Biden plan show some shit about war with Russia? Yes. Yes, I did. There's definitely some sort of war coming. Adam Richmond from Instagram. Uh, they're not your people. They're Chinese communists. You're a Filipino conservative. <laughs> Libertarian. Let's get it straight. I am a Filipino, a libertarian, more like a, a Filipino centrist. I've got some, I've got some liberal views, okay. But right now, if I had to choose a camp, I'm on Team Republican right now, you know. And I know Max is like, "Fuck both parties, bro." I get it. I get it. Via the family sharing menu and anarchist, one thousand percent feature is still on hold, but the messages feature will blur prevent any incoming or outgoing nude images as long as the child's parent opts in via the family sharing. Okay. All right. This is something I could agree with. The parent has to opt in. Okay. I, okay. Okay. Uh, let me, let me, let me reverse it. Okay. Now this Apple iOS 15.2 could detect nude images. Okay. The parent has to opt in. I think it just be automatic. I think. Okay, all right, let me buy it. Let me divert that again. Look, man, if you're sending nude images of children, you should get killed, okay? You should get killed. You should get killed. You should be stabbed, okay? But I don't know. You know, this, this falls into the, the, the surveillance. It, 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 it falls into some Aurelian shit about being monitored all the time. It's, it's kind of scary. And this is how they do it. They try to exploit. They, they try to get these stories of, you know, you know, these child rapists, these pedophiles. I get that. But, uh, God, it's just so hard to talk Other about. Other new features right? include the app privacy report. That lets you see 
which hardware features like the camera, microphone, or the network different third-party and first-party apps are accessing. There's also a new toggle that prevents the iPhone 13 camera from automatically kicking into macro mode when you bring the iPhone close to an object while in the camera. Max from DLive, this is the government watching your every move. Uh, yes, the government is watching your every move. Adam Richmond from Instagram, does the nude pic I have of you when you were uh, 10 count? Uh, yes, and send it to me. I want to jack off to myself. God, come on. You can also now send emails from a random address if you subscribe to iCloud, and there's a new option for setting a digital legacy contact. However, the best new feature in my opinion is the new design for notification summaries on the lock screen. I'm Mark Gurman. This is Power Up. For iPhones operated by kids, new privacy features, as well as a new mechanism to hand off your data in the event of your death. The new feature in Messages, of course, is the most controversial. It was planned to launch earlier this year, but it was delayed after privacy experts complained about a companion feature that scanned user iCloud photo libraries for CSAM or child abuse images. The latter... Okay. All right. There it is. There it is, man. If you're, if you're a pedophile out there, iPhone is scanning your freaking images, bro. Okay? And I hope, I hope you get, I, I hope justice prevails, you freaking sick motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. If you're a pedophile out there and you got new images on your iPhone, well, you best get scared because Apple's scanning your phone, yeah. I said Apple scanning your phone, uh-huh, yeah, they freaking scanning your phone. And if you got images of nude children, go to hell, dog, yeah. Go to hell, go to hell. Go to hell because you know you're a nasty fuck Because don't want to gonna hit you like a hockey puck Yeah, don't really care You could, uh, I toss you from here to Delaware Because you know me, I'm uh, crazy Because you know you but nasty damn dog You got new images of children on your phone If you show that to me, I'll freaking What are you doing, bro? Get away from me! Ga ga, and I'll stab you! Ga 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 ga! Hey, Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
Of course, Max from DLive. The government is watching your every move anyway, so it doesn't matter, right? There's seriously some nasty people out there, okay? If you're doing that nasty stuff, stop. There's people like me who are law-abiding citizens that just want to live stream in front of people that just want to have a good time. Let's have a good time. I said, yeah, let's have a good time. While I freaking freaking bust the rhyme. Let it be known, my name is Rubio. Five foot six Filipino with the flow, I'm like, we talking about freaking articles over here that I'm watching on YouTube. Check out the attitude, because you know I got the latitude and the freaking skills for me to freaking kick it a cappella, because I'm that fella. Hello. Yeah, let me do this thing. Let me, let me, let me do this thing. Let me freaking rap and sing. Look, man, the iPhone, the government, not, it's not only the government watching everything that you do, Log, you know, logging every information about what websites you visit. It's also like, what kind of videos are you watching? You know, I could really tell a whole lot about a person by what they watch on YouTube. If I could go on a YouTube, uh, on a person's YouTube account and check out their history, I could totally tell or make an informed judgment of what you are. Like the last person, my last friend, I took a look um, at his uh, Instagram history. Nothing but basketball highlights and gardening. And I'm like, bro, you are well-cultured. Yeah. You're a good dude. If, if, if the majority of your YouTube videos you're, that you're watching are basketball highlights and gardening, Let's hang out and have a drink, bro. God, you are a good person. Donnie, what's up, Chris? I still remember the days you won the basketball for Hoover. You know what, Donnie? I was just playing basketball, and I still got it, okay? Now, granted, I could only last one basketball game, but, bro, I still got it. I still got it, bro. I mean, I was 2 of 20 today, but, you know, <laughs> I was so bad at the basketball court today, though. I'm very, you know, if you guys don't know, I'm like, me on the basketball court, I'm like a Filipino J.R. Smith. You know, when I'm hot, I'm hot. But when I'm not, I am totally not. That means... <laughs> And I'm a ball hog, okay? Okay, I'm not a ball hog. If I'm missing shots, I'll definitely pass the ball. But if I make, if my second attempt, I make it, man, I'll shoot for the rest of the night. You know what I'm saying, dog? That's hilarious. <clears throat> and I am a um I'm I'm pretty much a a gym rat. You know what I mean? I go 
I go uh, to the gym practically every day, and I try to keep my phone. I don't have my phone on me. You know, I try to be de detached from that thing. Look, I post on Instagram every day is because I'm a comic and I have to. It's the it's the game I have to play. All right. But I don't like doing it. I don't like being on social media that much. I post in ghost. That's what they say. You post it and you don't even care about the clicks or whatever. And that's what I've been doing. It's better for my mental health. And I like it like that. But. What was I going to say about basketball? Um, basketball. Yeah, man. I'm 40 years old now, man. I can't, I can't hang with these. I can't hang with these young bucks, bro. These young bucks, man. They're in a different level, bro. Like, like, there's this one cat named um. There's this one cat named Tyler. Some young, uh, some young black dude that I know in the gym. Very, very good. Probably on the verge of going pro. You know, and I play with him, and he's like, he's so good. For example, guys, um, there's this one cat that uh, I sometimes play basketball with. His name is, uh, I think, Tyler. Some young black dude um, that I see in the gym sometimes. Look, man, he's break he's broken my ankles plenty of times. And then every time he does, um, I always say to myself, it's because I'm 40. It's because I'm 40. I'm using my age as an excuse, okay? I can't hang with these young bucks anymore, man. It was a 2-1 fast break. I settled for a 10-foot jumper. This this young kid, not Tyler, another kid was like, dude, you got to drive it to the hole. I'm like, I got a 401k to contribute to, son. I can't be injuring myself out here. What are you talking about? These young kids have no idea, man. Have no idea about getting freaking old, what? Yeah, yeah, I'm freaking old. Jump shots all day. <laughs>
Kim Kardashian says no therapy can fix Kanye West's marriage. Oh, Jesus. God. Kim Kardashian says no therapy can fix her marriage with Kanye West. Kim! In court documents obtained by ET on Monday, the 41 year old reality star states that her relationship with the Grammy winner is beyond repair. Of course it's beyond repair. How can a woman? <sighs> this on the heels from last week when the KKW beauty found. Do you really think Kanye signed a print? I mean, they both, they most, uh, both must have signed a prenup, right? Come on. They're filed to be declared legally single and to drop West from her last name. The latest docs further emphasize her desire to, quote, terminate their marital status. At the end of the day, life is about being happy. The court date for their divorce hearing is set for March 22nd, but Kim is requesting that the issues regarding custody of the couple's four children, as well as property matters and division of assets, be dealt separately from the issue of their marital status, allowing Kim to be legally single sooner. The documents add, quote, the party's marriage has irremediably broken down. Kim Kardashian no longer desires to be married to Kanye West. There is no question that the marriage of the parties is no longer viable. And despite Kanye's efforts to win back his estranged wife, the docs state that Kim Oh man, Kanye's whooped, bro. <laughs> has, quote, oh, no desire to reconcile. Quote, irreconcilable differences have led to the irremediable breakdown of the marriage, and there is no possibility of saving the marriage through counseling or other means. Look, okay, like, let's get all the bullshit aside. We all knew this was going to happen, okay? We all know a woman like Kim Kardashian and her demeanor, her style, her swag, she's, <laughs> she feels like she's too good for couples therapy, okay? Let's just, that's the last thing she needs is somebody else telling her, about her problems or whatever, right? In her declaration, Kim notes that she has been attempting to settle the dissolution with Kanye since she first filed for divorce in February, adding that she has requested that he agree to terminate their marital status, but he has not responded to her request. Kim concluded that both she and Kanye, quote, deserve the opportunity to build new lives. What about Kanye? How does he feel, huh? this woman <laughs> last week the 44 year old rapper begged his ex to literally run back to him at his la concert updating the lyric oh god he's begging no kanye show a little pride dog next to his hit song oh, come back to me Kim. I can't, I can't live without you run away i need you to run right back baby more specifically, and last month, Ye appeared on the podcast Drink Champs and opened up about his impending divorce. Uh, my my kids shit. want their parents to stay together. Right. I want they pair. I want us to be together. But I if want you look, to be together too. If you look at the media, that's not what they're promoting. Right. That's not what they want. They want it to be a new wedding, a new episode, a new TV show. And then they had people all around in my wife's ear. Kim filed for divorce after six years of marriage and has asked for joint legal and physical custody of their children, North Saint, Chicago, and Psalm. A source told ET at the time that the rapper was fine with the joint custody agreement and the two were committed to co-parenting together. I feel like we are so blessed to have the best support system and the best family. It seems pretty one-sided.
And that one-sided will be um, Kanye is a pussy whooped, right? And Kim does wants nothing to do with him. And look, man, I don't know anything about this marriage. Don't care. All I do care is the children. The children, they should have access to Kanye and Kim 50-50, I think. I think that's the best way. To really just support each other no matter what we're going through. The source also noted that neither Kim nor Kanye planned to contest their prenup. And at the time, they were in the process of reaching a property settlement agreement. And while Kim has been supportive of Kanye, attending his shows and co-parenting, she is currently dating Saturday Night Live star Pete Davidson. This is crazy! How many attractive women is this guy going to date? I am jealous! God damn this Pete Davidson. Ariana Grande, Kate Bacon, uh, Kate Beckinsale, now all of a sudden Kim Kardashian. Damn, man, fuck this dude, man. Hey, much props, though. Hey, much props, much props. Respect, dog. Our respect. The two have been spotted out on several dates since sparking romance rumors back in October, following Kim's hosting gig on SNL. Look, man, a sense of humor goes a long way. Bro, I'm telling you, man, telling you. From a comedian's point of view, women love a guy with a great sense of humor, okay? Pete Davidson, you know, uh, I don't really find him funny in, uh, in a lot of things, but he's, I've seen a lot of funny things of his. Look, man, look, he's, he's a beast, and uh, who knows how he is with, with the ladies, with there's no cameras rolling. Not only is he funny, he could be extremely charming you know what i mean look man res you gotta give respect where respect is due damn ariana grande uh uh kate beckinsale now kim kardashian damn dude nothing but respect bro nothing but respect i am just jealous how do you do it what is what is the key man if man if 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 this guy pete davidson taught a class on how to get women man if I was a single guy, I would be the first one to sign up, bro. No matter what the cost is. <laughs> I like you just the way you are. <laughs> now, are you going to kiss me or not? I sure am, Jasmine. But a source tells E.T. Kim has been protective of Kanye and his feelings and has been trying to keep her hangouts with Pete low-key. I always believe and trust in him that he will. Look, man, is... Is 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 Kanye one of the most creative people on earth? Hands down, one hundred percent. Is he one of the funniest? <laughs> no. Telling you, man. Sense of humor goes a long way, dude. Always ask my wife. No matter how much I piss her off, she kind of appreciates my humor. Isn't that right, baby? Okay, never mind. eventually explain himself because I know his heart. As for her budding romance, a source told E.T. this week, quote, Kim is giddy when Pete's around. Kim. Oh, man. Yeah, that's what it is, guys. Give respect where respect is due.
Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian are dating. Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian are dating. This guy has gone through Ariana Grande, Kate Beckinsale. Now he's dating one of the hottest women on earth, uh, uh, Kim Kardashian. Nothing but respect. And seriously, what is the class on pimping? Uh huh. If this guy was going to teach a class, man, if you're a single guy, you would that was, sign up, bro. This guy has the key, he's probably charming. Everything that the that the ladies told me I was in high school, right? <laughs> yeah, you gotta be charming and have a good sense of humor. If you wanna pull the lady of your dreams from the freaking rack pack, yeah. If you Pete Davidson, you pulled in. Ariana Grande, Kate Beckinsale, now Kim Kardashian. Respect, damn. Respect this dude. Gotta give it up for his attitude. Trying to freaking pull women from every direction with his freaking erection, yeah. <laughs> I've star Pete Davidson. The two have been. Oh man, but much respect to that dude, man. You know, I mean, if if a guy could put could pull that much tail, especially the fine ones. He must be doing something right, man. That's that's basically all I got to say about that. It's money, too. Yeah.
All right. We got a couple more articles, guys. Now, if you guys didn't watch F1, uh, Max Verstappen won because he cheated. Now, uh, <laughs> we're going to take a look at the last lap. The safety car. And uh, this is the last lap of uh, Abu Dhabi. And I want to say that I am a Hamilton fan and I felt like he got robbed. So let's go ahead and watch this. The safety car is coming in at the end of this lap. We're going to have one lap of racing to decide the championship. Hamilton has the advantage. Verstappen has the faster, fresher tires. And we have got 3.2 miles of racing action all the way to the checkered flag as the crowd roar the drivers on to the final lap of this race and Verstappen sets after Hamilton. Is it going to be a first world championship for Verstappen? No. Is it going to be an eighth world championship for Lewis Hamilton? Where can Verstappen try and get past Hamilton? First overtaking zone is normally down into turn five. Is Verstappen far enough back? He's going to make the lunge down the inside. Hamilton sees him coming. It's a late lunge by Verstappen who takes the lead of the race. Verstappen now snatches the championship trophy from Lewis Hamilton, who's trying to fight back. No DRS for two laps, so Lewis Hamilton will not get the rear wing open. He's now he's to... going to go down the outside. If Verstappen keeps it tight and neat, but he hasn't. He's gone a little bit wide. No, Michael. No, no, Michael. That was so not right. Here comes Lewis Hamilton, though, down the back straight. He's got a slipstream. He almost touches Verstappen. They almost make contact into turn nine. Verstappen stays ahead of Lewis Hamilton. Of all the drama, of all the controversy, of all the magic moments in Formula One in 2021, it comes down to this. And at this moment, it looks like it's going to go the way of Max Verstappen. Mercedes not happy. Red Bull will be delighted. They have shared a brilliant championship battle, but the championship can only be won by one, and it's going Dutch in 2021. Max Verstappen, for the first time ever, is champion of the world. All I gotta say is Red Bull and Max Verstappen definitely cheated. Uh, they got freaking lucky. Yeah, because you know that race was supposed to end, but you know, they pitted. They pitted. There's no way that the lapped cars that Max Verstappen would have went to the front of these lapped cars. There's no way. Hamilton had a 10-second lead because he did the race like a king. And all of a sudden, you erase that 10-second lead and you erase those four cars in front of Verstappen. Sounds like a bunch of baloney, dog. Hamilton got robbed. That's basically what happened, guys. Hamilton got robbed. Yeah. Max Verstappen. Fake championship. Yeah. That's what I said. I'm talking to you, Channing Apodaca. And everybody you're related to, or not related to, but, you know, everybody in your circles of the Red Bull inside your apartment. Yeah. Yeah. You know you freaking robbed that shit from freaking Hamilton. What? Uh. <laughs> I was kidding. I kid. I a kid. Oh, man. That was so uh, tough to watch, guys.
Let's go to Just Weird, guys. Just Weird. Well, first off, uh, let me go ahead and get this uh, simple R&B thing going on. Going on, going on, going on. Um, are you guys a fan of space? Because I'm a fan of space myself. I'm a big fan. Let's go take a look at this. In Space Watch, NASA scientists say that a, quote, potentially hazardous asteroid will pass near Earth next week. It's known as 4660 Nereus. But before you become too worried, the asteroid is expected to come within 2.5 million miles of our planet. Oh, just 2.5 million miles. A lot of people think that that's, uh, that's a lot of miles. But uh, in the emptiness of space, that's nothing! And that's about guys. We are witnessing a real life deep impact. So if if we could please call, um, uh, oh my goodness, Morgan Freeman and Tia Leone, they will fix this, or we could just realize that all this reality thing is just a simulation, and we could just call Keanu Reeves to fix the problem. 10 times farther away than the moon. For more, let's bring in CBS News senior space analyst, Bill Harwood. Bill, Nereus sounds quite far away. So what do we know about the asteroid and why has NASA classified it as potentially hazardous? Yeah, well, Lana, first of all, potentially hazardous asteroid to NASA means that it's a body about 150 meters across or better. That's about, what, 1,500 feet, something like that, and comes within about 4.6 million miles for, from Earth. Uh, so it doesn't mean that it's on an impact trajectory or anything like that. It's just the way they keep track of bodies that are actually passed close to Earth just in case something might need to be done down the road. And I should reassure everyone. Why is it so heavily pixelated like that? Like, come on. I mean, I've got a Canon uh, M6 Mark II. I could take a better unpixelated picture. Uh, they Come on, NASA, step up your game with the with the imagery, huh? Track everything like this that they know about, and uh, nothing is on an impact trajectory of Earth for at least 100 years, and maybe longer than that. So it's something to keep in the back of your mind. Um, it's an interesting asteroid, primarily because it comes close in an orbit that's very easy to reach. In other words, it would be easy to send a spacecraft to this asteroid and do some research. They've contemplated hmm. doing that in the past. In the end, they've selected other asteroids. Uh, but right now, because it's coming close again. Hold uh, on. Are you telling me that they actually did uh, an, a Bruce Willis slash Ben Affleck, Liv Tyler, Armageddon thinking to this? 
this month, it, you know, it's, it's back on the front burner in terms of its interest, but it's not any kind of a threat to Earth. You know, Bill, even though you said we're still 100 years away from any asteroid potentially impacting Earth in a significant way, I don't feel particularly reassured Hopefully. about that. <laughs> I, you know, it's still a little, uh, 100 years still sounds too soon uh, for my comfort. Um, but the timing of this asteroid actually is, is sort of fortuitous uh, as we've both been talking about the mission that NASA launched just last week, hoping to change the trajectory of yet another asteroid. That one is many times smaller. We're all gonna die. Uh, we're gonna die from a freaking comet slash asteroid slash meteor. What you gonna be doing on your freaking bed when the last second strikes? When that meteor goes into Earth, you got seconds. What do you plan to do? Steal some candy, son. Yeah. Steal some freaking Butterfinger slash Crunch slash Kit Kat slash Twix. Three Musketeers, give me the Mars. Because you know from here to freaking Mars. Yeah, look at those bars while I'm doing my thing. Man, potentially hazardous freaking meteorites. Yeah, dying. We are gonna die. much farther away. But remind all of our viewers about NASA's DART plan and Five, in the future, I'm wondering, four, are they three, hoping that they two, might be able to use one, that type of technology to protect Earth from asteroids like Nereus? Absolutely. I mean, that is the goal of the DART mission. It's a small spacecraft, as you say, but the idea is they're going to hit a small asteroid with this probe. It'll be going about 15,000 miles an hour, and they're going to carefully monitor the motion of the asteroid. I'm telling after you, the this is Armageddon. To see exactly what effect that. Man, you know, um, the best people to actually fix uh, an asteroid or a meteorite um, a threat would be would be Michael Bay or, or a director. Colin Christopher Nolan, man. That impact had. In other words, in the future, if you saw an asteroid on a collision course with Earth, could you send a spacecraft to it, hit it, and change its course slightly, just enough so that it would miss the Earth? It's not about destroying the asteroid. It's about asteroid. It's about changing its course. All right. It's all about changing its course. Uh, well, guys, let's go into this last thing. Let's watch some cheers. This is everything, everywhere, all at once. And we're going to watch it. This is Wang. This is Wang. Mrs. Wang, are you with us? I am paying attention. Now, you may only see a pile of receipts, I but I see her. a story. Oh, God. I can see where this story is going. It does not look good. I'm from another universe. I'm here because we need your help. 
Very busy today. Uh, no time to help you. Across the multiverse, I've seen thousands of Evelyns. You can access all their memories, their emotions, even their skills. Oh my god, is this the Asian Matrix? Is this the Asian Matrix? <laughs> There's a great evil spreading throughout the many verses. And you may be your only chance of stopping it. Don't make me fight you. I am really good. I don't believe you. Nobody ah, could do fighting scenes really better than Asians, man. I'll tell you that, bro. He's waiting in the wings. The universe he speaks More Asian things is so much bigger than you realize. Of all the places I could be, I just want to be here with you. Remember our mission concerning the fate of every single world of our infinite multiverse. There is no way I am the Evelyn you are looking for. Every rejection, every disappointment has led you here. To this moment. Don't let anything distract you from it. Okay. It's the Asian Matrix, dog. That's what it is. It's the Asian Matrix. Good job on the on the all uh not all Asian cast, but just Asian movies trying to be the norm now. So I'm all for it. And of course, where is the mainstream Filipino film at, man? That's what I'm waiting for. I hope I could star or at least do a recurring role or whatever. A small part. I don't care. I'll be in the background. I don't give a damn, you know. Ah, <sighs> guys. We made it. Look at that. We made it to the end of the show. Hold on a minute. Okay, there you go. Yay. Ladies and gentlemen, I just want to say once again, thank you very much for joining me on this wonderful, wonderful thing that we call a live stream. Okay. Oh, hold on a minute. Where do I want to see this? Okay, okay, there it is. And guys. shelter in Hollywood I will be with all these wonderful people if you guys don't know mama shelter it's uh it's in uh if you, I'll be at mama shelter this Thursday if you guys don't know what mama shelter is it's a rooftop restaurant it's actually pretty fucking cool and it's uh by Caitlin Benson and uh her husband Max I love them both and also uh who will be performing K dot Dave Neal Sam Brillard DJ K. Kelly, the Q. 
Chris Rubio, and of course, who's headlining to join is the one and only Brad Williams. So come on out Thursday night. Thursday night. What time? I forgot what time. What time? What time? 7 p.m. DJ at 6. Comedy show, 7 p.m. If uh, you're not doing anything Thursday night, go ahead. I would love to see you guys. And... Follow me on my social media. Go ahead and follow me on all these wonderful socials, That's including my new ones. Uh, Rumble, Odyssey, Minds. That's always nice. And guys, if you want to tip me, I do this uh, every Tuesday. If you guys want to tip me, you want to support my work, I'm on Venmo, Cash App, PayPal, Zelle, and Facebook Messenger. And of course, if you 